Call me a count, Jan. Um, yeah, why not? Let's do oh, that. All right. So we can go in <coughs> three, two. Hey, everybody. This is Ken, and I got my buddy, Matt. This is episode seven of Midlife <laughs> nope. Pivot. Oh, we're episode eight. Episode eight. Episode eight. Oh, That's right. God. And hello, so everyone. Sorry, everybody. I, I thought it was episode seven. I, I said seven yesterday. Put that in your head. Just to screw with you, I think. I think maybe we talked about it briefly. But um, more importantly, uh, we had to take a week off last week. I was out of town for a hot minute. And now this week, we are running and gunning, starting the week uh, like barnstormers. Oh, man. It's been so busy around here. It's not always been It's been busy, yeah. You've been got your manager hat on. and Yeah. I mean, I, you know, like we talked about last week, you know, when for everyone's awareness, like I took a week off and just had a little bit of time to kind of. I don't know, think about what it is that I'm doing with my life and where I'm at, like how close am I to actually being retired and like just kind of doing the things that I want to do. Right. And so um, when I left, things were kind of a little bit weird, you know, like operationally and okay. some time thinking I, about I, get to, I can tell you from my point of view, it's yeah. like I heard about it a week before you're leaving to Florida and you're going to Florida and then yeah. you, you know, you got your truck ready to go and then you were gone. I had no idea why you went or where you're going and it's like, okay, he's going to Florida. I guess. Yeah, right. It was kind of a low, it was kind of a scheduled vacation yeah. that, I, that I had on my calendar for a hot minute and then I ended up booking, remember we booked that. I booked it with you and we were, you were sitting right next to me. You were like, yay, booked a vacation. I, I, I know. And I guess it just didn't click with me. That's yeah. like, I booked a vacation means Ken is going away. Yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> and while I was gone for a hot minute, went down and like with down and back within six days. And so it was, um, it was necessary and a great opportunity. Anyway, th- that's besides the point. I came home and like, like, hey, realize we got to, I got came, some things I got to do. You came home with a, an epiphany and your pants were on fire. You yeah, were like, was boom, to, boom, boom. It was time to yeah. get going with the business and saying, hey, this is the thing. These are the things that we need to work on. And like, how do we get stronger financially? And, you know, I, you know, you, you can delegate so much, but you can't, um, you can't, you can't dele- delegate it to the point where you're really doing nothing. And, and you can at some point, you, you can, know, but, but we're not there yet. Yeah, right. Not, not there yet. Yeah. I think you can, you can be there. But the organization's you, not big enough yet. You haven't trained the your people to uh, react to things the way you want them to. But I'm getting there. We're going to yeah, get yeah, there. Definitely. We're going to get there. Without a doubt. But um, so anyway, hey guys, this is episode eight. We said, right? Episode right. eight of the Midlife Pivot <laughs> podcast brought to you by Studio Udio, which is a, what is, what is Studio it's, it's Udio? A, what it's, is a, it? it's a record your own studio. It is where if you have a voice, if you have a message, um, we have got a place that you can come record it and walk out of here with a audio files, an audio file or video file if you want, if you can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you can go and upload it into all your favorite sources like Spotify, Apple, whatever. And we'll even help you do that. We have some experience. I mean, well, we, I, mean I mean, not to brag, but we do have like 52 like, downloads uh, of 50, the first 58, 58, 58 downloads of our inaugural Midlife Pivot podcast. So, so maybe episode eight will be better. We'll see. I think so. It's already sounded better. You think so? Yeah. 
this is what we've been talking. We've been talking about trying to be really organic and like thoughtful and authentic. Cause that's really difficult when you first jump into the studio, you're like, um, I don't, I don't know you as a human being anymore. And I forgot how to speak in front of this strange thing, this microphone it's thing. It's weird. But now maybe, maybe it'll get better. We'll see. I think so. So I go think, to Florida, I come back right. and now we're just running barnstormers through the businesses and yeah, I might bring that volume down. But, um, so let's talk about our podcast and we'll talk about the studio. Studio Udio is like a place where people can come and record a podcast if they want and, or if they want to do like some sort of spoken word stuff, we're going to record some commercials like some audio commercials to be able to match on top of video files for the small businesses we own, like the throttle and through car star. That's what we're going to use it for, you know? Yeah, right. And this, and this also, you know, talk about me about ready to turn 50. You just turned 50 That's while right. I was gone last yeah. Tuesday. Happy yeah, birthday. I did it. I saw everybody else doing it. I thought, why not? I'll give it a shot. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna, really sure how to gonna try it out. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to understand what he said. No. And I'm like, then I did. I'm going to hold on to the receipt. I might take it back. But. Uh, it's, it's a hot minute. I've only got a couple more days in my forties and yeah. I'll tell you what, but I feel absolutely fantastic. I'm literally just over the moon with how I feel. Like I, I, I think in my whole life, I, I didn't know what to expect when I would turn 50 and like, it's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever like had some sort of uh, sports activity or anything where you've been in a competitive mode and it's like you kind of slide in at the right at the last moment and it almost feels effortless. You know what I mean? Like have you ever had like some and, and like and then you win or like you score a point or you know what I mean? Like you ever like get a, a sensation of like, oof, wow, I, I just I just narrowly made that. I just, yeah, this all of a sudden yeah. just narrowly yeah. just happened. And then all of a sudden you're just like, man, that feels fantastic. I can't believe I was able to do that. I think I can relate to you there. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how it feels the last few weeks is that like I had been moving towards this, even through this midlife pivot of figuring out who I am, redefine myself, human being, what do I want to be when I grow up? Like, how do I make my money? Like, how do I feel about love people? That sort of thing. And it's really been a constant peeling of the onion layers for the last year. And so then this last five, six weeks have been really, really, really like concentrated pressure to kind of figure it out unbeknownst uh, to most people. Okay. So that, but that was self-imposed pressure. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but it's, you know, because you realize you're, Hey, I'm coming up on the deadline that I'm going to turn uh, 50 here. I better get my act together. Yeah. It, it's just a number. I don't feel any different. Anyway, I feel like I just accomplished everything I need to accomplish. Uh, you did it. Just, you're just done. before my, like, literally just before the finish line. So I feel ecstatic about it. Oh yeah. You've got, uh, you've got an amazing staff here. You've got Sam. I've got Sam who helps she's, me out. She basically she, takes care of all the financial stuff. She's handling all your, all your in, uh, intangibles. Yep. And I'm getting ready to hand and I'm getting ready to hire another essentially, essentially personal assistant, which is going to be Rachel and she's going to be amazing. She's going to help me redo the house. She's going to handle all the physical stuff. She's going to ha help me handle all of that stuff. She's a hands-on person. She just kind of wants to do it. Learn it. All right. So you are now, I, I think, I feel like building a fort, like a fort, like 
like area. A, like a couch port? Like got a your couch cushions port. up around like, you? I literally feel incredibly protected. <laughs> like like nothing can come at me through a couch port. Yes, absolutely. Where you put up cushions, that's what it feels like as an yeah. adult. Hold the sheet over top. And just <laughs> this is this is what this is what my definition of retirement is going to be: is garage movies, watching movies in the garage. And going to the gym and coming here in the office for a few hours in the morning, kind of helping direct and move things along. All right. Yeah. And here you are and you're young enough to enjoy it. You're not in bed. Uh, yeah. Not, no yeah, one's, no one's feeding you and you don't have any tubes sticking out of you. So uh, it's kind of like, you know, you look at those memes like with um, that show um, like Archie Bunker from All in the Family. And like when that was recorded, he was my age. Is like forty nine oh, years old. Wow. Yeah, no, for sure. If you, yeah, oh, if you no look way. at him, yes, no, oh. his age when that was recorded was he was like forty nine, buddy. Oh, he was so old. No, I mean, I no. know, like, yeah, I know, but that's how we grew up. We grew up anybody that was in the forties was like a hundred. You know what oh. I mean? Oh, my, my mind is just. It's the truth. Look it up. It, it okay. will scare I, the piss I, out I, of you. I don't doubt you hearing you say it, but hearing you say it shocks me yeah i think even like leslie nielsen like during the airplane movies i think he was like our age or something like that i don't think he was very old either but he looked older than hell oh oh okay that's i mean even look yeah. at look at elvis when elvis died elvis elvis was 42 when he died you look at it when he was <laughs> and did you hear about like did you hear like i actually saw a video about him talking about like when he died and like the the coroner's report like his autopsy it, that apparently he had literally like uh, four months of fecal matter backed up inside of him. That's basically why he died. Oh, yeah. because he couldn't poop. He, he needed. Uh, he needed to make that. Oh, <laughs> uh, he needed to make that. Move. He got up in the oh, middle of the night because oh. he was taking so many narcotics. Yeah. Right, narcotics are notorious for so, making yeah. you constipated. Yeah. And so he had four months of fecal matter inside oh. of his body when he died. That's, but we are that's, a long that's, ways that's away a, from that. I, I, yeah, I think. I, well, at least four months away from that. I know. I like. I'm cleaned out as of good, this morning. I'm good this morning. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, we're old enough. We can talk about that. That's part sure. of life. Yeah. Having so, a good poop is at like, the start think, of the day. <laughs> I love a good poop. <laughs> All right. Well, this this midlife pivot podcast turned a different. Yeah, or this is uh, we're breaking new grounds. Uh, anyway, so uh, well, we also had Father's Day. Yeah, Father's Day was Sunday. Yeah, how was yours? Mine was fantastic. I went up to the Quad Cities. I hung out with my kids. Um, it's different when they get older. It, it, it they've gotten they're, we've gotten older, right? So they're all adults. And like this year, one thing we did is I wanted to like sit around, like, hey, let's go around the horn and like I don't know, tell everybody what's going on. You know, like catching up with <laughs> give them. us the thirty minute, give right. us a thirty second elevator speech. You know what you what are you doing now? And um, and so that was fun, and and seeing how each one of my kids interact, you know, reacts to different things, and and how they're dealing with adult stuff, like adult things, and it's like it's hard to process because you're like, oh my god, this is my child, but yet they are they are full on doing adult stuff, and it's kind of I don't want to get into details as to why. Here's an example. They have an extended family. They have a family member that's that's got some got some issues that they basically have to file. The family has to rally around, right? Okay. Yeah. And they're like, hey, I don't know if you heard about so-and-so, but this is what's going on. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe they ha- – and I could see the pain of them having to, like, you know – deal with uh, adult this, adult adult things, this yeah. nonsense yeah. you know because that's what real life is you know and then I think about how fortunate we are that you know none of us have any of those problems really 
I mean, we're all a little bit crazy, but at least the Allison brood, you know, my, me and my kids were all pretty tough. I think they are anyway. But it, it, anyway, we ended up hanging out. Then my daughter, my Lindsay, she was like, hey, do you want to go, go get a pedicure? And, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Why not? And I think she was surprised by the ease of which I said yes. And then she's like, all right, well, I get to pick the color out. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> so I have purple toenails now. All right, yeah. So that's how my father's day went. I don't mind pedicures. I, I love to have somebody wash my hair. I am going to tell you right now, they beat the snot out of my legs. Yeah. They, they also use this, like, what looked like a, a thing that makes... Um, like an angle grinder? <laughs> not an angle grinder, but they literally had a thing that looks like it makes um, uh, Julienne fries. Like, it's like oh. a scraper thing, right? Oh, okay. And the 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 amount of material they sloughed off my heel was like... You're too much shorter I'm like, that is disgusting. I wasn't sure if that was more like... Hey, would you like some fresh grated Parmesan cheese? Or what is that? Oh, it was no. disgusting. Oh. Anyway, I, but then now my feet feel great. I mean, but they, my toenails are straight up purple. <laughs> Funny part, my daughter was like, she was like asked, the lady was talking to her, and they're talking in Chinese or whatever. I'm not sure where they're, I don't know where they're from. But anyway, uh, she's like, says so something about something. And I'm like, well, what's that? She's like, well, it means you'll last longer. And so, well, and I'm like, well, I want that too. You know, like I wasn't going to get a, I'm not going to pay $5 you're gonna for right. to get something far inferior. So I have gel nails too. Oh, it's going to be a while. Got to watch out for those gel nails. I mean, seriously. I'm walking around. I'm the one walking around with pretty right. toes. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you're, you are. I, what I, when I said to her, I'm like, what, the, what do I care? Like literally, what do I care? Right. Like I have four adult children. Like I am 100% comfortable in my own sexuality. Like I am into women and that's it. You know, like, pfft. Well, fuck, I care. It makes her happy. It's my daughter, right? If she right. Asks, if your daughter asks you to get, if your daughter asks you to answer the telephone, doesn't matter how old she is, you pretend. Right. I I, I know what you're going there. Yeah. Or you know, you, or you, if you know, the, if she, if your daughter asks you to paint your nails when you're when she's little, you do that when you're adults too. It just it helps them let them know they're safe. I think. All right. Yeah, I agree. So I did. All right. I was uh, reminded of a story. When, uh, because I, I got oh. to see my son and my daughter for my birthday, and so nice. basically it was birthday, Father's Day, everything. Was the best. That's one. That's one of the benefits of having a July birthday is that like Father's Day, birthday kind of come yeah real yeah. close. And uh, Candy and I, my wife, we had kids. We were the first of our our friends group that had kids, so we had no experience. We had no. We were honestly, we should not have had our own children. They, Somebody should have stepped in and said stop because Why? we didn't know how to do it. Uh, we were just, it, we treated it like a social experiment. And here's, here's the story that I'm going to relay to you about that. My daughter was in grade school and she had to do a report on possums. And she came to me and asked me about possums. And without thinking, I quick fired off, well, possums or Opossums, as they were called before they came over from Europe, um, are, are you know are, are rodents, and they basically they ate your trash. But uh, when they came over on the boat from Europe and passed through uh, the, the the island, uh, Statue of Liberty Island, mm -hmm. that they uh, they dropped the O as they did with most immigrants. So now they're just possums. And she wrote down word for word everything I said and turned that report in. 
I'm trying to, I'm, I don't get it. Uh, you know, oh, well, okay. Um, there, during the big immigration, the Irish immigration, a lot of Irish surnames, they dropped that O. Really? So, so, yeah, so instead of O'Connelly, it's Connolly or o, I didn't know o that. Patrick and Patrick. Are you serious? Yeah. A lot of times because uh, either the person recording the name didn't want to write it down or didn't understand the accent. So when possums came over here, they dropped the opossum. They dropped, they the dropped their no. opossum. Really? Okay. That okay. Honestly, that's that's all bullshit. Oh, okay. Because, you know, because <laughs> possums didn't immigrate. Well, I know right. I know right. That's so. <laughs> I got, now I got it. So I am an idiot. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's well, okay. As that, but well, you say things with such deadpan. I'm like, I, I'm not sure if you're joking or right. being serious. I, I thought you were serious. I know. That's so did my daughter. Dead ass. As the kids would say, "Go on." Yeah. yeah so yeah, uh, she turned in that report about the immigration of opossums. <laughs> And the Americanization of the opossum to possum. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So that probably flagged you as a fair parent. Like, mm, this parent likes to plagiarize or make up bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, was, I was tagged as the feral parent. And, uh, and that's, I understand that. That's, that's how I raised my kids like that. I, uh, and, I think I asked my, I remember growing up, I asked my dad to help me write a paper once because, like, yeah, I, I'd get such anxiety with writing, like having long, like, hey, you have to write a seven page paper that would put me in a coma almost. And I made the mistake of having my dad help me write it. And um, I've never, I mean, I, if, in a way, I'd like to have it now, just so I'd like to be able to give it to like some sort of a psychoanalyst to be able to say, hey, like, is this guy a full on psychopath or what? Because it was like, he, he wrote it out and. I remember like reading it and like, and thinking, looking at him like, like, you know, they're going to know that I didn't write this right. So now I have to essentially learn how to gaslight people and say, no, I did write it. Those are all of my words. You know what I mean? Like, how, why would you, you're not going to help me. Yeah. Like, yeah. It wasn't helping you to do yeah, that. Give me and, real help. You know what I mean? So I never wrote anything for my kids. Uh, I, I helped them. I helped them with their research, but I didn't write them. Um, which was a, a little different than what you know. My dad, when I, if I asked him for help with uh, like a, a report like that, he would uh, he would say, "Look it up," or he would reach back. Really? Behind, he'd reach back behind him and pull down a, an encyclopedia and say, "You need to look it up." No kidding. But um, I, actually, I'm real thankful for that because it taught me how to research and form my own opinions about things. I, I think all I, I just learned how to like, I, we had a, I think every family in the seventies had an encyclopedia Britannica. Oh yeah. Even as poor as I was, I mean, we had one and I'm thankful for it. I mean, it gave me something to look at. Yeah. <laughs> it's the truth. But, um, it's kind of like, it's what's, it's the equivalent of today's cruise in the internet, you know? You pull down a book and just cool, and start flipping through it until you find something cool. interesting. Like you, you get in, you get into the letter D and you're just looking up dinosaurs and you'd be in the dinosaur section for months. Oh yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so birthday, Father's Day, Father's Day story you just told. Yeah, you got your Father's Day story in. So yeah. There so we are. anyway, so hey, this is week eight. Week eight, yeah, of our midlife pivot podcast. I don't know how everybody handled this week. How are we doing on time? Uh, we're good. Twenty minutes in. Twenty minutes in. Yeah, I feel like we've been talking forever. It seems like it. That's maybe that's what else we want to talk about. That's a good sign, then, right? Yeah. 
Um, do you want to go over business stuff or you want to skip that? I mean, like, uh, you know, like, here's the thing, you know, we, we have the throttle, we have the, the body shop, right? The throttle is, you know, it's a, it's a mature bar. You know, there's, I, you know, looking at it now, you realize that, Hey, our gains from a growth standpoint are going to be limited. We're not going to be able to just, you know, shoot from here to there and without some sort of significant financial contribution, but then it becomes more risky then. Um, because it's a bar, right? You know what I mean? And it takes a lot to get money. You can't guarantee you're gonna get money out of anything. Anyway, um, well, but, you know, working in the body shop and fighting through the supply chain and all right. Well, you it's know, all, it's all just kind of the normal nonsense yeah, stuff that we've I, been I, working, but okay. working in, you know what I mean? Supply chain. That's been a problem now for what? Two years. I, I feel like, I feel like it's, uh, I feel like it's like roving, uh, uh, roving blackouts, you know, where one area is hot for a minute and another is hot. You know, one minute you can't get peanut butter. Next minute you can't get cotton. You know, I think it's just, I think it, it affects everything differently. It, no, okay. Yeah. It does affect everything, but I mean, but, but, but it's been, we've been dealing with it for two years. Yeah. It's so not getting much better. It's, then I think at this point we need to think this is the normal and we can't blame the supply chain. We have to, we, no, have, to work, we have to work around it. Yeah, no, for sure. We to, yeah. We just have to be more honest about communicating. And I think there, there the, it is. Cha yeah. cha the challenge becomes, I think we've all, we've all grown up in a, in a world where we've had it like Burger King, you know, we're going to have it your way. And yeah. And I saw that a lot when I was away when I, was, or when I was, when I said I was away, I went to Florida for a handful of days. <laughs> well, I got some, what is like it? some pilgrimage to the it, whatever. It is a third world country down no. in Florida. <laughs> but I go there, but like you, you, you see people act with zero like grace. You know what I mean? Like please and thank you. Not, I mean, they're important. You know what I mean? Like, right. and you just see people just be like, um, you know, like <laughs> they're like on a, you know what a not at a great restaurant, but at a decent, you know, travel-esque, you know, like you're like, Hey, this is, you're on a compound and this is the, one of the eight restaurants you get to eat at. Like, and you see people act incredibly, uh, entitled. Oh, like, okay. oh, yeah. I see you have fresh tacos. Could I get those not black on please? And you just want to punch them in the face and like say, seriously, they're $18. Just buy them and eat them. Not that I, People should be able to get whatever they want, but to act with such pretension just blows me away. Uh, well, I think the the ability to get what you want is to go someplace that has it. Not, oh, for sure. Not force someone into do, making do, it for you. You know what I mean, yeah. though? But we've, I think it's going to take us a while for us to get on the other side where people are just kind of leading with patience all the time, you know, and like, hey, I understand you don't have what you don't have. Right. I went, we went to one, I went to one restaurant and it was like, they... Listed off like here's a hundred things on the menu. Um, we need to list off the first forty that are not on there <laughs> that, that we don't have. And I was like, oh wow, you know. So that that part was weird to see that, but I'm glad. I, in a way, I'm glad to be back home. I'm hundred percent glad to be back home. Well, yeah, yeah. You you said they were talking about that yesterday. How huh? you were fired up. Ready to make some changes? You've been yeah, yeah got I mean, big plans for the yeah, house. No, I got big plan. I got I got a new pup. I got a uh, new personal assistant coming in to help me kind right, of right. shore up the the last part of the stuff that I don't want to do in life, but yet yeah. I need for sustainment, like buying groceries and grocery shopping and making laundries and food and dinner and I'm essentially just paying to have somebody care take care of me. Right. 
I think you're living the dream. I think it's I think it's the direction that I want to go. I can't go up. I can't go down from here. Right. Yeah. You just now you can just sit on your porch. And I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be. Throw hey, apples at kids. How great I am, but I kind of love it right now. Right. You just sit on your porch, throw apples at kids when they get in your yard, yell yeah. at them, be that cranky old guy at the end of the street. I, it, you know what I've been like I, you know started cleaning out the garage and started painting you know and then like it just it brightened it up so much in there and then I hung a TV in there and I was like wow this really makes a huge difference and it just makes the whole garage just be more livable and just like you know this is gonna be nice so I gotta remember to grab a big TV today yeah when I come back after lunch all right I'll write that down so, all right Otherwise, let's wrap it up. I think I feel like we're, I feel like we're we're, uh, yeah, I, we're at the point where we're rambling. So I think yeah, we're done. We've yeah, said what we, we need to say. Yeah, I hope everybody's having a fantastic right. week. Do you want to give and, a prediction uh, what we talk about next week? Uh, next week, I have no idea. I, I don't either. I, I was hoping if it's any kind of a if any if this week is if this week is any indication, I can't wait. All right, all right. <laughs> that, that's a good attitude. I like that. If this week is any indication of what next week is like, I can't wait. Fabulous. Right, so everybody be blessed. Have a fantastic week. This is the Midlife Pivot season. This episode eight, season one. Um, take care, everybody. All right, this mash is Ken and this is Matt. And I'm Matt. And mash that like and follow. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Bye bye.